1: Hello and welcome to the Utah Puck Report. I'm your host Jay Stevens. I'm doing it solo today as far as hosting, but I've got a I've got a great guest in today, Taylor Richart from the Utah Grizzlies. Are you the captain this year? Yes, I am. I, you've kind of been the captain, like hey, since buddy. you've been here. You've kind of you've just been the guy. You you uh at least that's that's what I've noticed.
0: Yeah, I'd say uh, my second year I was an assistant captain. Last year I was an assistant captain. And then uh, now with Zani being more of a coaching
1: role, uh, I have the honor to wear the C. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is it is an honor, but it's also, I mean, it's you just fill that role. And I, and I noticed that this is your fourth season here? Yep. And so I think that your first season here, I was with you guys quite a bit. And uh, I just you just seemed like you came in and you had that quiet uh Leadership quality that people look for. And uh, we, you and I were talking a little bit before, like, I, I want people to know who you are, where you come from, and you're actually from one of my favorite places. You're, you're from Blaine, right? Yep, Blaine, Minnesota. I love Blaine, Minnesota. Like, yep. I, I, you know, Minnesota itself, everything about us is, is one of, like, I love Minnesota, and, and people that know me know that, and I'm, I'm proud of the year that I spent in Faribault, but okay. it's, uh, Blaine is just... I've always just been so like the 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 rinks that are there the swan
0: oh yeah swan super rink yeah they have eight rinks there now a huge uh workout facility with five shooting lanes uh they have a goalie little station there um uh mega goaltendings there there's uh i think close to 40 soccer fields around the rink where they have uh the usa cup every summer so the golf tournament there now is this year. Um, it's There's a lot going on there. Yeah, it's like it's
1: a destination. Right.
0: It, it's, a, right. It's, a ho- it's a hockey sp- slash soccer golf sp- hotbed, I would say.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because we've been there, like my son and I have been there for hockey tournaments, and then we tried so hard to convince our Utah team that he was playing for to go there for soccer mm-hmm. too. But, man, it's just like... If you're a hockey fan or the the tournaments they have there, you could just get lost there for days. Oh, yeah. Walk in, and, like you said, eight rinks, and then it's surrounded by soccer fields, and they live and breathe hockey there. Yeah. So how old were you when you started playing?
0: Um, when I actually started playing, uh, like, organized hockey, I was five um, mites. Um, but I started skating when I was three, I believe. There's a, a park about a mile from my house. Um, they flood three hockey rinks and then a big just open skating rink for figure skating or younger kids just to kind of move around and uh, my dad would take me down there quite a bit and my mom would join too and they would just put the skates on me and kind of let me go uh, we did that for a couple of years and then that's when I kind of was like alright my dad was like it's time for you to start organized hockey and I started when I was five and then um, he, he coached me all the way until Bantams and then we had a different guy come in coached uh us at band was when i started co- when i started band was my dad actually started coaching high school he's an assistant coach oh wow. so he pretty much coached me all the way growing up just those two years of bantams i didn't he I didn't get coached by
1: him okay so and you went to blaine high school yep yep and you guys plan those amazing high school championships yeah, the state tournaments, yeah yeah um
0: in front of nineteen thousand people it was it was pretty fun it was it was crazy
1: that's so unreal yeah that's uh I mean, that, those are the things that Disney movies are made of. And, you know, like, for, for a Utah kid, like, we were pretty impressed if we had 80 fans yeah. in our stands. And then, but yeah. well, that's cool. And I've been to a lot of those. I, I I wonder if some of those years that you were playing, if I was watching, because yeah. I, I was an equipment rep for, man, like 15 years, where I was okay. always going to those things. And yeah. I'd set up, because for those that don't know, uh, during the high school hockey championships, there's also a huge uh expo yeah the huge expo so uh they take out the the whole expo center think of like the salt palace but you know and every hockey manufacturer around is there and just selling the products man i was there with innovative hockey sticks and and they had a side stick called trelage which was a you know a a scientific design stick and we just go there every year and sell that and then i went back later and was selling uh sports nutrition products and stuff. And I, I just try to finagle everybody. Any company I work for, I'll be like, you know what you should do is send me to the high school state championships <laughs> in Minnesota, and we'll go s- sell our product there.
0: Yeah, the Expo is um, just as big as the state tournament. The, the games, I would say, everyone everyone goes to the Expo because, yeah, that's when you kind of can uh, – the kids love to go just because you can kind of try to finagle your way to get free stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. And we give away – and we know it going in. As a manufacturer, you, you know, you – my whole goal was not to bring anything back with me, right. so I was handing out everything. Yeah. So and it was awesome too, and the kids loved it. And it was—it's just such a man. That is the heartbeat of hockey. Mm-hmm. So how do you go from Minnesota to Miami of Ohio? There's a there's a step in between. Where'd you play juniors?
0: I played well um, after high school. I I was kind of I was pretty small. I was my senior. year, I was probably five six hundred and fifty pounds. So during my senior year, I played with uh, Nick Buek said plays for the Pittsburgh Penguins yep. right now uh Eric Scheid he's very high school player Gavin Tufty all, all these kind of names uh Riley Tufty's older brother and um so I, I kind of got uh overlooked I would per se um so I was actually not going to play hockey after high school uh-huh. now, a lot of people don't know that uh my parents and a couple close friends so I was actually uh just uh putting in uh for school, I was gonna go maybe go to River Falls and try to play D three hockey and baseball there. I um, applied to Mankato State. Oh. I was just gonna go there and maybe try to walk on, but then uh, a guy that I trained with in the summer was like, "Hey, um, go to this pre draft camp for Aberdeen, Aberdeen Wings in the North American Hockey League." And I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll give it a try." So I went there and had a good tryout and got tendered. So then that means I was kind of their property. So I went to their main camp, made uh, their team there. So I played a year in the n.a. um in aberdeen south dakota and then the next year i went to uh fargo's open camp made it to their main camp played in fargo and uh we had a pretty good team a lot of guys were getting ready to um go to college the next year so i didn't really have any options so i was like all right i'll go back to fargo for my last year juniors just it was fun my uncle lived there and i actually lived with him he was my billet parent so i get to spend time with my uncle and uh all of a sudden, I was at the main camp for Fargo, and um, Miami, Ohio coach was there, and they're like, hey, we just lost a defense defenseman. So we need someone to come in. Would you like to come in? And I was kind of back and forth, and I was talking to St. Cloud about going in after the next year, but then I went to the campus, and those of you who have been to Miami, Ohio, once you see the campus, it's, it's kind of over with. You know, that's the spot. Yeah. So um yeah so I went there I actually vi- uh, I went there on a visit in the summer not even when like the place is, the campus is full you know and like there's not much around just a few athletes kind of hanging out and um I just fell in love with it and went ended up there uh, 11 hours away as opposed to St Cloud which
1: would have been 45 minutes from home <laughs> but uh yeah it's that's one of the things we talk about on the show all the time is that um Sometimes you just know. Like sometimes you'll go somewhere and it just fits. Right. And yeah. uh it's different reasons. Every everybody's got their own their own reason that things fit, you know, and Yeah. And I I don't, I've been to Miami, of Ohio, and I don't that wouldn't have been the one that clicked with me. Yeah. I mean I don't know I'm turning yeah. up on the campus or yeah. anything, but I totally get it. Yeah. I mean I I never had the chance to play this Yeah, like yeah. Even, I don't know. I just
0: cuz I got home from my visit and my dad's like, "So, what do you think?" I was like, "Well, I liked it." He's like, "So, what are you going to do?" And I just said, I don't know. And he's like, "Well, maybe take a couple of days and when you know you'll know and a couple of days later i woke up in the morning and i right away he was at work i called him i go i know what i want to do nice. goes, all right so then I called the coach and i was like hey i'm i want to come that's so awesome I was, man
1: yeah. that's I, I love to hear stories like that like i so said it's just
0: yeah everything just kind of i mean obviously a lot of hard work and kind of sticking with it knowing the process um or trusting the process process i should say and um, yeah, it just everything just eventually worked out, you know.
1: So if they lost a defenseman, I mean, did you go in as a freshman and start playing games right away? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah. Dude, yeah. It's, it's,
0: yeah. As a freshman, yeah, I was. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know what to expect. Like even before when I, the the coach talked to me at for, at the camp, I was, my oh and I've never heard of that school. Being from Minnesota, I always hear about the Gophers, <laughs> North Dakota, <laughs> right. Denver. I'm like, yeah. all right. right, I'll go check it out, and all of a sudden I was like, holy cow, like the history of the program and the brotherhood, and I was a pretty special place.
1: And the winner in, well, in Minnesota, but then in a, a winner in Fargo got you, ready for oh, the, yeah. got you ready for the winter in right, Ohio. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Because those are brutal. <laughs> um. So tell me, because a lot of coaches wouldn't take the chance, they, they'd want you to stay that, because you missed a year of juniors. Yeah, I played two years, and I, I said a third year left. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of coaches would say, "Hey, you know, we want you, but we want you to take those the next 45 games to mature a little bit." Right, yeah. So that's pretty cool that they, they took that, that yeah. gamble on you. Yeah. Um so tell me about your four years there. How w- what are your best memories about that?
0: Um I would just say just the being with the guys. Like we had, my class, my freshman class, we had 12 12 freshmen.
1: Wow. So we had a big class Half the team. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So we had a big class. We were a very tight-knit group. Um, even, I mean, every class, we were all pretty close, um, but just that group, we uh, I mean, we had a couple guys le- left or left early, but for the most part, we had that whole core group all the way through, and um, that's kind of the what made those four years with those guys, and I mean, we still keep in touch. We just had a guy's wedding this past summer, and everyone was there, and just talking about the memories, and the, the hockey, the school life, the nightlife, just everything. Oh, yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to pinpoint one specific just because all four years were.
1: But it was just an awesome four years. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I would go back in a heartbeat. Very cool. I would go through the bag skates, the, the schooling. <laughs> I'd go through it all over again just to go back.
1: Well, that says a lot, man. Yeah. And, uh, as, and there's something about going through that and then being able to have a core group like that. Right. It's one thing, because typically a freshman class is five guys. Yeah. Or maybe six yeah. or seven, right? Yeah. But to be half the team.
0: Yeah. It was, we had a big group. Yeah. And most of us played right away, too. It was, wow. It was, yeah, my first year we were in the CCHA, and we actually won the league that year. Really? The last year of the CCHA, we won the league. Yeah. And then we switched over to the NCHC for my last three.
1: Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. You play in the Select 16 tournaments, those those tournaments? Um, no, I, like I said, I was, always a smaller
0: guy, so I just, I was a late bloomer, I would say. Okay. So I didn't, I I would make like the first, uh, like your district. Yeah. I'd be in that, but I would never, I think my, you eight the select 18s, I made it to the second round. That was the only time. So how big are you now? How how tall are you? 5'10", 180.
1: Wow. That's some serious growth from after
0: high school I grew two, I grew two inches at, uh, my first year junior when I was still eighteen.
1: Wow. Yeah. So for those that are out there saying, how do you do that? How do you do that? I just, I don't know. It's just (laughs) a
0: lot of hoping. Yeah. Stuck with the process. I mean, that's one thing my, I would say my parents instilled in me is just, you got to work. Yeah. Work hard. And obviously my dad played and uh, you just got to do the little things. Obviously I'm not the biggest guy, so I got to make up for it with my smarts, my skating, my passing, um, just doing the little things eating pucks blocking shots doing right. the dirty work just to uh be noticed and but just the biggest thing is just hard work and not to get discouraged with other guys obviously being smaller and uh, other guys college commitments early and i'm just still playing juniors kind of grinding now it's just it's just gotta, gotta stick with it and enjoy it
1: did that start happening in college too like obviously guys are getting drafted guys are yeah. starting to talk pro
0: yeah, guys had agents and stuff in college or um, family family advisors. family advisors. Family advisors, and I'm like, <laughs> what, like, what's that? What do they do? You know? So, um, yeah, I, I didn't. Even, I didn't know I was gonna play after until after college. I was just kind of. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had to have uh, foot surgery after my senior year, and I was kind of, what am I gonna do now? Like, am I gonna go find a job? Am I gonna work? And uh, well, my family advisor per se was uh, Andrew Carroll. Oh, if you know okay. that name? Yeah. Um, played at Duluth. He played pro ECHL uh, AHL. He played for Idaho. Nope. Yep. Um, That's how I know him. Yeah. 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 He he actually he kind of he was about eight years older than us, but he hung out with like all of our core group and at Blaine, and he'd bike over to Blaine, play street hockey with us, b- shoot pucks with us. He was always getting us going, like making us better the type of guy he was and uh he's like you got to play like i'll put in a call for you and he was kind of calling around teams for me and then i was like all right i'll give it a shot but he wanted me to go to idaho yeah but uh, i talked to their coach and he's like yeah i don't know we have quite a few guys so i don't know if you want to come here so uh, our assistant coach at miami called tim and they kind of talked a little bit and right away tim called me he's like yeah
1: we want you so that's cool
0: so i was like yeah i'm I'm in so that's how i ended up here and
1: well, you're a Tim Branham kind of guy. You're you're smart. He likes the cerebral players, mm-hmm. right? He likes the guys that that because uh, he has complicated systems. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, you're you're the type of guy that he goes after, and then you come in and you out. You you're a hard worker, mm-hmm. and you don't seem to take anything for granted. And right, yeah. Every practice I've ever been there with you, you seem like you stand out even in practice as you know a guy that's working hard.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how I've always been. My firm believer in your practice, how you play, you know? Yeah. So you make practice hard, you're going to play hard, do the right things in practice, it's going to translate to the games. And, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, usually the first one on, last one off type of guy.
1: So uh, what do your parents think about all this that's going on? What's your degree in? Uh, My degree is sports leadership and management. Okay. And so was your mom always like, hey, yeah, just keep playing hockey? Or was she like, hey, it's time to... No, they,
0: they want me to play as my dad always, they both say, play as long as you can. That's awesome. So, yeah, they're they're always like, you, you can always work after, you know, keep living your dream. And
1: You said so. your dad played, did he play pro yeah, too? Or? No, he played uh, at the
0: University of Minnesota.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's a big deal.
0: Yeah, go for a guy, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he kind of, he's the one that kind of paved the way for me and he coached
1: me he's, so, so the parents are supporting all this, and here you are. Are you you got married, didn't you? No, I'm no, not married. No. Nope. Okay, I saw you just. Is your your dog came to? Yeah, visit my you? yeah, yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend
0: is in town. Uh, she surprised me with the dog. Yeah, all right. I took it on the plane for the first time, and yeah. So, and
1: do you still live in Blaine?
0: Um. Yeah. Yep.
1: Okay. As cool. of right now, yeah. All right. So, all
0: apartment's somewhere around the cities next summer.
1: All right. Yeah. Making big plans. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about like what it's been like to be a Grizzly. Because you've been here through now two affiliations. Mm-hmm. And now you've seen some growth. And you've seen a lot. Of, like, this year has been really weird. Because, man, like, especially with goaltending. Yeah. You, you know you have. You, you know you've got goaltenders. And then all of a sudden, the avalanche have a lot of issues. Yeah. And so you've seen a lot of change. And as a leader, tell me about Guide us through what it's like to be a leader in the locker room with all this change.
0: Um, Yeah, well, first, like you said, just the affiliation change. um, Ever since the kind of switch over, it's been a lot more um, up and down with Colorado. Um, They've signed some good guys. So guys are going up, guys are coming down. um, And then, like you said, a lot of change this year. Um, Injuries, obviously, up top. Um, So with the goaltending, it's... Those, the ever like the Grubauer and Frank Cruz getting hurt, and then Miska goes up, McDonald goes up, and then we got Smitty and, uh, Barone, and they, they did well. You yep. know, it's, it's, their our goal, goaltending's been good, uh, they're deep, and, but as a leader, just kinda, and we have a, so many forwards up right now, too. Um, so you just kinda gotta make sure everyone's there, um, and doesn't get discouraged that, like, oh, guys are going up, I, I, you know, like, uh, Getting jealousy, you know, like stuff like that, which we don't have at all in the locker room. Everyone wants to be here. Everyone wants to work hard. Um, I think just setting an example, um, like you said, just usually one of the harder workers. So I kind of – I feel like if I'm going to work hard and do that, guys are going to follow suit, you know. Um, So that's – I think that's my biggest thing is um, just keeping everyone – positive too like obviously like we had a little stretch there where we we're kind of losing yep um but i mean it's gonna happen throughout a season but the only way to get out of a slump is to keep working yeah, it's a long you know, season you guys that.
1: have the talent's unreal oh yeah and i mean i don't i don't know a better way to say it but man that i, I skated with you guys the other day and it, it almost hurt my feelings because like you guys are good yeah and yeah. I, i've sk- this is this was my 20th consecutive year to Go and practice with the Grizzlies. Right. And the AHL years were obviously good. And there, there are times, there's peaks of valleys. But, man, this team this year has some serious skill. Yeah. And some speed. Yeah. And so you know it's going to click. Yeah. And you know, like, from a guy that, like, I follow, I know every day. Like, I see what the transactions are. I see who's up and who's down and, and who's hurt. And so it makes sense for me to say, it. obviously, there's going to be some issues because... Man, you you can't even keep a consistent line, right. With all that stuff going on, and like you said, some guys in the past may have got jealous, but no, like, uh, uh, yeah, this year it's it's a lot of guys just see it as opportunity. Yeah, you know, right? exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, that guy last week scored five goals, and he now now he's in the AHL. Maybe if I work my butt off right, and exactly. score five goals, I'll be in the AHL. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that's kind of what we've been stressing. Like, yeah, guys are going to go up and down, but you, you just got to stick to the system, stick to the process, and and work. Like guys are up right now, so we are kind of have. Different jumble of combinations right now. So we kind of had to switch, like obviously with like Dickinson, Bear, and Wagner, those skill guys. Yeah. Now we have, those guys are up, so we kind of have the, the grinding mentality where get in deep, do the dirty work, go to the front of the net, and that's how we're going to win games. You know, it's not going to be six, five, seven, six games. It's going to be low scoring just like this past weekend, two, one, overtimes, just grinding out, hard work, and Sticking to the systems, and I think we have guys that know their role and are figuring out their role. And uh, that's, I think, that maybe the, that little slump at the start that we had is going to kind of translate to where now guys are grasping what they need to do early, yeah. and it'll continue on throughout
1: the season. So it's like they make the mistakes early, learn right. from them, yeah, and then see the difference because, uh, yeah, those first games were unreal. Dickinson was putting in a few goals a game, yeah, yeah, and like that was unreal. But you were also there were you know, you're right, There were like six, seven yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And now now guys are cluing in, they're learning the system. Like I said, Tim has sometimes they're complicated systems that he has. And that's that's happened before, where the teams have started off a little bit slow, <coughs> everybody kind of clues in mm-hmm. and then they go on tears. Yeah. And it's usually right about Christmas. Yeah. I remember one year it seemed like he he's the team I think the first year you were here. My first
0: year, yeah, we were we were pretty far behind, and he made some trades, and we climbed back in the playoffs. I know we—my first year, I th- it was either yeah. My first year, we started out like one and nine or two and ten,
1: and then yeah. won like thirty. for yeah. Christmas. Yeah,
0: yeah. And a couple of years before, that's what I said, and then he, Tim, told me even a couple years before that they went like thirty and like four or something after
1: Christmas. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's that's just what happens. Yeah, that's yeah. And that's what we're expecting. I mean, that's what we're hoping for, and that's what everybody's expecting. Yeah. Uh, it was a great weekend um, against Orlando. Yeah. It's good to see them back in the league. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. always fun because yeah. the Grizzlies have a big history with Orlando because that's when we won the Turner Cup in the IHL. Mm-hmm. That was against Orlando. So okay, yeah. the you know us fans that remember those days <laughs> yeah. of, that, that was a, those were big big times fun times. <laughs> And uh, now you've got uh, Florida Mm -hmm. coming in. You got Wednesday.
0: Yep, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. And these guys are—they're always—they're every year they're good. Yeah, top contenders every year.
1: It's always tough to be that team too to come in over Thanksgiving. Typically, they get a little bit because, like, this is the time when e-bugs start popping up all over the place because you start having all the injuries through the systems. Mm -hmm. You start having guys that. They might even wait a week to sign it. Like if you're you're somewhere else, you wait a week so you can be home for Thanksgiving right. or whatever to show up. Yeah. So these teams that come in over Thanksgiving, I always feel a little bad for them. But it seems like it's usually the Grizzlies that are somewhere else for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I, maybe I'm wrong, but it just seems like the last couple of years you guys have been on the road. But so it's nice to have. I mean, people are off work. Yeah. You know, hopefully have the the holiday weekend off. Yeah. Great Wednesday nights, and. uh... Do you know what? So you've you've seen a little bit. What what do we expect out of Florida?
0: Um, they're always they're always good. Uh, they're big, fast, uh, skilled team. Um, watched a little bit of video this morning. They look they look good. They can put the puck in the net. Um, good goaltending. I just say all around, they're they're a good team. Yeah. So we we'll, we'll, we'll have a big test for our team. Obviously, two big wins last weekend. Um, for us, so hopefully we can keep it going. Um, I think just playing the way we have and just knowing our role and what the system is and sticking to that.
1: Yeah. Well, you guys have had some team bonding. You're saying you're up in Oakley and yeah. Um, but you're also saying you go up, you do this big team bo- this team bonding thing and with uh, Lulu Lemon up in Oakley. Yeah. And right in the middle of it, Hunter Miska gets pulled back up to Colorado.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was. I Mean yeah, it's it's so. But then you're like you're happy for him, Absolutely. you know, just the, yeah. the weekend he had and you um, see his head. head, yeah, he's goalie right for the week. week, yeah. So it's it's good, yeah. We were, we we're hiking and then got back down to the cabin after the hike and all of a sudden Tim goes, hey, uh, Miska, come over here, and everyone <laughs> everyone kind of knew, it, so everyone's clapping like, hey, congrats, you know. So it's uh, it's good, it's good to see.
1: You. Oh, you've got three goalies here now, right? Yep, you still have three.
0: Yep, McDonald, uh, Barone, and Smith.
1: Nice. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's great. I think you guys have uh, the right stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's time to, the building blocks are in place. And right, yeah. I'm excited about the game. So Wednesday night, Friday night, Saturday night at the Maverick Center. Uh, anything else you want to add, man? No, uh, no, thanks for having me on here. I've
0: been listening to uh, the podcast lately, and, it's good. It's, it's good. I like it. Yeah. Getting the hockey uh, growing in Utah. It's yeah, good.
1: it's important. And, and, you know, that's that's our whole goal here is to get it. And it's crazy. I was just going through the numbers. I've got an article that's going to be coming out. And uh, so before the Olympics, I just got these numbers. These are these are amazing. Before the Olympics, and before we even announced that we were going after the Olympics, in 1991, uh, Utah, Idaho, and Colorado had 8,000. Registered hockey players, Utah had two ice rinks. If you don't include the Salt Palace at the time, mm-hmm. right? And then we announced, "Hey, we're going after the Olympics." They build it. Now we have like thirteen sheets of ice. We've got more coming, and we're at we're at just under sixty thousand hockey players.
0: That's crazy.
1: That's a huge growth. Yeah, I mean it's been some years, but man, we're we're getting there. Yeah. And it's it's awesome, and guys like you coming in, and, and I know that the Grizzlies, and I know you personally have been out and helped out with youth hockey, and mm-hmm. that's that's huge, man. Because to have a guy like you come out of Blaine with the knowledge that you had, and then uh, the you know the tradition of Miami of Ohio, uh, what was the logo when you? What was the mascot when you were there?
0: Uh, it was a Red Hawk. Okay. Yeah, before it was the Redskin, but yeah, now, uh, you were the Redhawks. Yeah, now we yeah the, no, yeah, the Redhawks. Yep.
1: I. Uh, so you know I i went up to a kid the other day so I, I went to the university of north dakota for and uh you know obviously there's some issues there with yeah, changing yeah and i saw a guy at disneyland a couple of weeks ago and he was wearing a north dakota fighting hawks shirt and i said hey uh they misspelled sue on your shirt and he looked down and he was like oh like he didn't even know what i was talking yeah, yeah. about I'm like man it's gone that, that it's just the, gone that and that i wonder how many guys even
0: remember the red Skins i know about. yeah yeah, but, the Sioux is a huge tradition. The yeah, name change and the whole ordeal with the rink, like stuff like that. they won't oh, yeah. let them play if they change name.
1: Yep, and it's crazy. And now you've got a, a Sioux tribe is actually suing the NCAA, saying, "Why are you discriminating against us? Not letting us use our name?" Yeah. So it's yeah. crazy. But I just well, I wanted to bring that up because your school went through the same thing. Yeah, right? yeah. But uh, I wish Jordan uh, Jordan Parisi would have been, had a lot to add to that too. because <laughs> He's usually here. But anyway, well, Taylor, I can't thank you enough for coming in. It was good to kind of get to know you. I know I know people here love you and uh, I know they wanted to get to know you so I appreciate you making the time. I know it's busy this week.
0: Yeah yeah no it's uh, always a pleasure thank you for having me.
1: All right, well good luck and uh, that is uh, that is today's Utah Buck Report.